This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. Lauren keeps telling me that the Liebcast ratings are much higher when we talk about real estate than everything else. Oh, yeah. I mean, quadruple. And it's a challenge for me, Lauren, because I think that everything we talk about is about real estate if you think about it. Because we talk about how current events impact business and real estate. And the way business is impacted is the business of real estate. I had a guy come up to me the other day. I was at the beach. And he goes to me, I heard your episode with Ian Bagley where you guys were talking about NCAA name likeness rules and how you were talking about how NCAA athletes can get endorsements. And he goes, I don't understand how that's related to real estate. And I said, well, first of all, it's about current events impact business and real estate. And that's a business thing. But then I said, commercial real estate. Let's just do that. And we did it on the show. And I want to say it again, commercial real estate. You own a car dealer, you own a diner, you own just a normal store. You own an office building. You're not going to pay a professional athlete for a promotion. It's just not going to happen. But you can have a local quarterback from your local college come over, give him a box of pizza and some chicken wings, and you'll see how quickly he'll want to be promoting for you. It's a way to do good advertisement on the real estate. That's one thing we were talking about there. You could be doing your own apartment complex, and you could have a thing that you have the whole sports team over there. I don't know if you know, but some brokerage company have – sports and entertainment divisions where they hire former athletes just for that reason. People like athletes. But Lauren keeps telling me, she keeps saying, she keeps saying, we have to tell people it's about real estate. And if you know me, I'm interested in real estate. Like I'm interested in all business, but a subset of business is I like the brick and mortar. Like I'm less of a tech business and I do like tech. We use every tech we could find to run our businesses. But I'm the physical space guy. Like I think that it's important to smell your person that you're dealing business with. Well, particularly when they smell bad. No, I don't want to smell them no, when then they smell you don't bad. want to do business with them. You, you need to... If, if you like to smell the stinky. I just think it's good to be in your face when you're interacting with people like my guy Morty, um, the Chazaka. He goes to get his car fixed. He comes back with a client. Like the key is that when you do business, you're schmoozing. You got to talk to people. And yes, you can do some business. We use Zoom. We have meetings every day on Zoom from our office. We use cloud file system with push alerts. We use document generation software. Like we use every tech you could figure out that would be helpful to us but we use the tech on business but 
I digress to Lauren wanting me to get very into real estate. So here's the most basic thing about real estate we could do. This is for you, Lauren. Okay, thank you. What is it? You need some keys, Lauren. (laughs) No, seriously. Oh my goodness, yes. I saw this was crazy. So in real estate, the most basic thing in real estate is keys. Like a deed in lieu of foreclosure, people call cash for keys. A closing, they say, they take pictures with the keys. You're doing a lease. They go, here's my check. Can I have the key? And as you all probably know, I'm interested in current events. I'm interested in how current events work. Like I'll give you a current event I'm interested in. We just booked a trip to Florida to see So Jessica, right? So Jessica. So we we booked a trip to Florida. Lauren was telling me I showed her some Airbnbs I was going to stay at. And apparently I don't know what I'm doing when I look at it. She's very particular. And Jessica knows where we should stay. So, you know, when they get into this train of thought, Chug, chug, chug down the track. You just got to get out the way. It's a rabbit hole. And you got to let them do whatever they want to do. And so anyway, current event that I'm excited about is that when we go to Florida, Lauren, I'm excited because I hate when they lose my freaking bags. I really do. And the Department of Transportation has new proposed rule. That says if they lose your bags, you know how you told me that our fee for the for the plane went up for the bag fee? Oh, yeah. I need to talk about this for a second. So basic Long Islander trying to go to Florida. I like Islip because there's no wait. We go on the Miracle Flight. If you don't know the Miracle Flight, it's Islip MacArthur Airport. MacArthur Islip Airport. Long Island MacArthur Airport. Where our technical radio studio is. Yeah, which we don't go to because they won't validate my parking. And uh, FM 103.9, I I have to tell you guys, like, you want me in the studio, validate my parking. All right. So the other so I built my own studio. That's how I roll. I just do my own thing. And so you take that flight to West Palm Beach, and they call that the miracle flight. And the reason it's called the miracle flight is you know how you are on – Southwest and you don't have assigned seats, right? A Southwest is like a, you stand on the lines and you you wait to get your seat, right? And so they call it the miracle flight because you can skip the line if you're handicapped. So what happens is you see all these people in walkers and wheelchairs, and you think I'm being a jerk right now, but I'm telling you what happens. And these people skip the line and get the best seats. And as soon as they land in West Palm Beach, it's a miracle. They all stand up and they walk off the plane. With their tennis outfits on. (laughs) It's just wild. So we like the Miracle Flight too. We don't play the way they do, but we like it because we live like 15 minutes from the airport and we stay 15 minutes from the airport. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Yeah, it's easy to park. So I got really excited because Frontier Airlines came to MacArthur Airport. So I said, great, people knock it. But I think the price is amazing. And really, what are you doing on the plane? Like they, they say it doesn't have all these things on it. It like, first of all, in this day and age, you're bringing your own tech, like you're bringing your own cell phone and people go, well, it doesn't have internet. Some people say that download the internet. And I have to tell you on that three, three and a half hours on the plane, it's delightful not getting emails. I can get bored on that flight. And I think I need a good being bored. 
And they serve great alcohol, Lauren. I want you to know, last time we went, I had like five Bloody Marys. It was. That's when we go without children. Yeah. Oh, this is our first trip without children since 14, Lauren, tell me. 2014, we have not been apart from our children. And so we're going for four days, I think it is, or five days or something like that. And so I sent her some places. And what I was going to say again is I'm happy I told you about current events. And I I don't know if you saw this, Lauren, but I track all current events. That's what we do at the Leapcast. It's pretty basic stuff. We look at what happens on the federal register, the state registers, the New York State Senate and Assembly, what happens on GovTrack with the federal government. We look at some other states. I'm interested in Connecticut. You're giving away our secret sauce. Go do it if you want. So I look at all this stuff and I find what's interesting and I try and tell you in English what's going on so you can be up to date too and know the laws. Like I hate these people that have opinions and thoughts and feelings about ethics and morals and they don't start with the law. Like, imagine going, getting pulled over by a police officer, and the police officer goes, you're speeding. And you go, well, I don't believe that is speeding. And they go, well, you're going 70 miles an hour. And you go, well, that should be the speed limit. Like, that's just not going to work out well. You have to start with what the law is. Anyway, you know how many times they've lost my bags? Or that my bags have been delayed? Or my bags have been delayed? So the Department of Transportation, Lauren, just proposed a new regulation which I hope you all comment on. If you want to know where to comment, I gave you the hyperlink on the Lee blog, blog.leebatlaw.com. L-I-E-B. Because if you comment, you have till September 20th to comment, and we all need to endorse this because here's what it says. They will refund that $100 we paid for bag fees if they don't deliver our bags in a timely manner. I want my bags in a timely manner. Now, I did write on my thing, and I'm commenting. I'm hoping other people comment too. I don't just think I should get my bag fee back. I think I should get whatever things I had to buy to replace my bag stuff in the untimely manner. So if I go to Florida and I don't get my bag for two days, I needed new skibbies I have to wear <laughs> and I need to get go to the skibby store and so and Lauren obviously I need to get face cream because you see how everyone thinks I look so young so you the, need a toothbrush toothpaste socks underwear um a, a night outfit I always wear my night outfit uh, what if you had a really important wedding or something to go to and then you had to buy an a dress well I have to say this I was just talking to my buddy Danny and he he told me this and I agree and I have no problem saying his name or saying what he said because I endorse Danny on this stop with the black tie weddings like no seriously like this is a guy problem I have to buy a new tux every time there's a black tie wedding because they happen so infrequently and I don't have a tux like I have a tux but like my well, tux why can't you rent a tux ugh, ugh. anyway let's talk about where, where, where I wanted to say Lauren because I told, I promised you I was going to give you a real estate law. We I want to go back to my story after, but go with what's happening in the legislature. Well, so the thing is, the thing is that we are going to Florida. And the thing is, I have no say of where we're staying. I sent her, she said she wants to stay in Delray and see what, having an apartment in Delray where the nightlife scene is. Traditionally, we've stayed in Palm Beach. We have family places in Palm Beach. I like staying on the ocean in Palm Beach. I was really interested in going to Singer Island. I'm told by lots of people that it's not as safe as they like. But the the oceanfront views are amazing. There's a Marriott there that I'm very interested in. That's just because it has water slides. It does have water slides, and I am super fun. And so anyway, I sent her that I think it's 329 a night you could stay at this Marriott on the – I'm not allowed. So I, you know when you're married, it's like you know a bull. You know what a bull is? You saw the bull that's wild? 
On mastic. Yeah, so it's not a bull. It's a steer. They've already been castrated. That's the difference. So married. Anyway, back to what I was saying a second ago. We get no vote whatsoever, men. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. But so you wanted to tell the rest of your story. Let's hear it. I'm just going to make it brief. So Southwest is double the price or triple the price of Frontier. So I said, I'm just going to fly Frontier. I go to Frontier. It was like $90 for a round-trip flight to Florida. Great. And then they make you pay like $66 to pick a seat. Then if you need to carry anything, even a little purse, that's another $80. Did you pay for my purse? Then then if you wanted a check-in bag, it's like $149. Taxes, fees, you're talking about ends up this Frontier flight is more than Southwest, so go with Southwest. Anyway, that was my story. Go with the one you could get on, and they're both very reasonable. Neither was a killer price. Like Lauren told me the price, I think we're all in, what, $1,000 for two of us for round trip? It was under, but I would have liked it to have been a $400 I would have preferred to have a $40 trip, but to go round trip, it's not terrible. Like I remember when flights were much more money. Flights are still not terrible, and it's priceless to have four nights, no kids. Grandma Carla, we're thanking you right now. This is Grandma. Carla. Official thank you to Grandma Carla. But You're the best. Lauren, ratings. We need to get to ratings. Sorry. See, the problem we'll is... Go with the, the luggage. How much is the fee? I have no idea what you're talking about, if they lo- If the airline is accountable and loses the luggage... What are you saying? I'm saying what you were talking about before, squirrel. I have no idea what you're talking about, Lauren. What I said to you already, maybe you don't listen well, is I said that I was just giving you information that the Department of Transportation said they have to refund. That's why it's not a how much. They have to refund your luggage fee if they don't deliver it in a timely manner. And what I was saying was I think that people should make comments by going to blog.liebatlaw.com, L-I-E-B, where we have the link where you can make comments till September 20th, because Mm. I don't think that that's an money. I think that they should also refund you whatever you have to outlay to replace the luggage that you can't use because I don't think it's enough that you're refunding me my luggage fee. Like I don't want my luggage fee. I want my skibbies. But that's not what I was just saying, Lauren. What I was saying is you, I started this segment. I, 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 it wasn't for me. It was for you. You told me that my ratings, my ratings, Lauren, and we're, we're, we're whores to the rating. That's, what, that's, what, that's what's going on these days. Apparently, when you launch a book, the 10 strategies to purchase property post-pandemic, you have to care about your ratings. That's an important thing. Ratings, 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 ratings. Numbers. Every day, we're having meetings about numbers and where the Leapcast is going. Lauren steamrolls me about what I'm doing wrong and right. And so she told me, I'm just taking notes. And she says, I have to talk about real estate. And I told you that there's nothing more real estate than the keys. Isn't that what I said? It's true. And so there's why? Because it's like the password. A key is a password. If you think about it on the digital world, it's a password. Physical world, it's a key. Now, I will say to you that I have Locatron on one of my doors, which is terrific, and I can use Bluetooth on my phone to open up the door. There's lots of people that have a touch screen where you can use your thumb on it, and it opens up the door. There's people that have a code you could press, and it opens up the door. But then there's the key. 
the traditional key. And I bring it up. I bring it up. Why do I bring it up? Because there's a new law that it's just like the never-ending assault on landlords in New York State. Like it's like the Senate and Assembly haven't had enough of beating up landlords. It's on Cuomo's desk. He might have signed it by the time this airs. We're recording on Thursday in full disclosure for our Sunday broadcast. So, so it's, the bull might have been found. The bull will never be found. Did you see that they put out? They put out. It's not a bull, by the way. Again, it's a steer. Everyone's calling it a bull, but it becomes a steer when they castrate it. That's what I was telling you before. Is it a good steer? The good steer is a phenomenal restaurant, Lauren. It, the I have to call out the good steer right now because if you guys could figure out how not to give me a heart attack, I would eat there every single day of the week. They have the burger with the onions on top. Ooh, it's so good. It's right by the Smith Haven Mall. If you haven't tried this place, please don't eat there every night because I don't want to be the cause of your heart attack. But at least once a month, you should be having good steer. It's so, so, so. Anyway, what they did is you have these tenants and they lose the key. We're talking residential now. They lose the key. And they say, I need a new key. And from a landlord's perspective, that's annoying. It's annoying for a few reasons. Number one, it's annoying, Lauren, when a tenant loses the key. It's number one, it's annoying when a tenant loses a key. Because now you're worried about the safety of the premises. Because now someone breaks in, they're going to blame you. They're going to say the lock was broken. They're going to give you this, that, and everything else. You don't want your tenant to have stuff broken. Because if they get broken, that's a tenant that's going to leave. They're not going to stay, and they're going to complain. Number two, it's annoying because you got to go make up a new key. Which is very annoying. Why is it very annoying, Lauren? You seem to be very animated about keys. You have big feelings about keys. Tell us about your key feelings, Lauren. Have you ever gotten a key made and then yes. the key didn't fit? <laughs> oh, that's why? Because the yes. key didn't fit? That is annoying. Yeah. So, And you know what? I do that's stupid. They always give you a receipt. And I'm like, I don't need that. But you do need the receipt when you get the key because oftentimes they don't key it properly. Apparently, key machines, they're like the weatherman. They're allowed to be wrong. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But anyway, you go to the key store. So I want to. I just want to walk you through what's going on. Tenant emails you, texts you, usually at three in the morning. I've lost my key. Now, mind you, if you have a good lease, it has a notice provision. It says you can only talk to me by certified mail return receipt requested. <laughs> and mind you, that then you don't get those calls. But the tenant loses the key, texts you, calls you three in the morning. I need a new key. You got to wake up the next day, cancel your plans. That's annoying. We sometimes are in one house and the keys are in the office and we got to drive an hour. It's a to-do. You get there. You get the key. Then you got to go over to Ace Hardware or Home Depot or Lowe's or your local hardware guy. Like we got one in East Mariches. There's a local hardware guy and you got to say, can you make me a key? That's after waiting online when you get there because there's usually someone in a hardware store asking stupid questions about stupid things because everyone wants to learn how to do home improvement the second they get to the hardware store. They didn't realize that you can go on YouTube before you get there and actually get information. They like to ask the sales clerk at the hardware store what to do, and you want to strangle them half to death. You finally get to the front of the line. They say, it's going to take five minutes. You buy some nonsense while you're waiting the five minutes, sometimes gum, sometimes candy, sometimes bird food. You yeah, just buy stuff. cool gadgets. They do got gadgets and gizmos in 
Also, Plenty. Yes. <laughs> there we go. You're going to start singing now? No. Lauren wants to. No. No. Go on. Do you go see, on. Do you Just see? Go She's on. ready to harmonize. So you finally get your key. You go back to your place. You go meet the tenant. You give them the key. From a landlord's perspective, you will do anything and everything to motivate them not to lose the key. So what do landlords generally do? They charge a lot of money for the key because after all, and when I say a lot of money, 50 bucks, 25 bucks, 75 bucks, 100 bucks. Not, I would charge $3,000. Well, that's what I was going to say. Not nearly as much as the landlord's billable rate would be if they were going to do this themselves. Like we're talking about the landlord losing an hour, a half an hour or something like that and doing this key thing. So this new law says the most you're allowed to charge in New York State, it's in Real Property Law 235I, it's a new law, it's on the governor's desk, is 110% of the actual cost of reproduction. So let's say that key cost you $5, $5, that means you could charge $5.50. I see opportunity for kickbacks. In 50 cents. So this new law is saying that all the landlord could charge for that half an hour to an hour is 50 cents. Now, I will tell you the lovely people in the legislature said if they ask you for it more than three times, meaning four times, you could charge them whatever you want for the fourth time. But the real fundamental question is why is the tenant losing the key four times? What are you doing, tenant? Why do you not have your key? Do you lose everything else? Have you lost your wig? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Now, I will say this. The law is problematic because it does. It says for reproduction. Smart attorneys are already telling their landlords, now you need to have a shipping and handling fee of $1,000 or $500 or $300 because it doesn't say anything about shipping and handling. Now, I will tell you that tenants are going to say that's included in the reproduction, but doesn't say that. So we need to come up with a new category of keys because, again, I was talking to a client this week, Lauren, and she was complaining. She was getting sexually harassed by a tenant, actually, and um, she was asking me what I could do, and I was telling her about nuisance and how that's an exemption from the moratoriums, which are still in effect until another month or two. And, And anyway, so... I said to her, the ideal tenant is someone you're sitting at the grocery store at. You're online in the grocery store. Your tenant is behind you. They don't recognize you. You don't recognize them because there's no friction cost of you interacting with them as a tenant. You only know them as fifth of the month, $1,900. High $1,900, fifth of the month. Like that should be your name. So the real key here, Governor Cuomo, New York State Senate and Assembly. You keep putting in laws. First of all, you have the moratoriums on the landlords, the Housing Stability and Tenant Protection Act, capped late charges, gave inspection rights, capped prepayment of rent. The list goes on. Now you got the stupid key thing now. What landlords need you to do is next do something for them. It's not that landlords want you to help us make more money. It's landlords want us to want you to help us keep the tenants in check. They are walking all over the landlords. Well, that's sort of true. This week, my colleague went to landlord tenant court, Lauren, and she got almost a $100,000 judgment against a tenant that hasn't paid during the moratoriums. And she pointed out that while the moratoriums say that we can't evict you during the moratoriums, 
it does say you still owe the rent. This is the Liebcast. Have a great week. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com. 